0: Gotta have some magic spoon. Oh, yes. I had a big old bowl of magic spoon last night. I did. I had some maple waffle uh, for dessert because I love cereal. Who doesn't love cereal? The crunch, the sweetness, the way you accidentally eat a whole box, or as I like to do it, fourth meal, solid grown-up dessert is cereal. But when you mess with magic spoon, they've innovated and changed the game with sugary cereals. You got the crunchy texture and the variety of flavors, but without all the stuff that's bad for you. Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four to five net grams of carbs in each serving. So that's low carb, keto friendly, gluten free, grain free, soy free, and only 140 calories a serving. Build your own box with a huge variety of appealing flavors. They got classics, uh, cocoa, fruity, frosted, peanut butter. I highly recommend mixing cocoa and peanut butter. It's a solid combo. They got their category of cult faves, blueberry muffin, maple waffle, Honey Nut. Mm. And then we got the indulgent ones. Ooh, daddy. We got cookies and cream and cinnamon roll. Ooh, I haven't had cinnamon roll yet. I got to get after it. Go to magicspoon.com slash ham to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And be sure to use our promo code ham at checkout to save $5 off your order. That uh, And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash ham and use the code ham to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, oh boy. Six foot two, two hundred and ninety nine pounds from the South Shore of bessor County, Long Island. It's Johnny G. All you gotta do is trust me, Jack- me <laughs> holy shit, he's still alive! Just kidding, he killed himself. Abortion is healthcare. That's right, Jack Smain, I agree with you there. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host Arthur Gabrus. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is a dog, not my brother. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, this dude's been on the podcast so many fucking times. I should have looked up the number so I can quote it now. Instead, from the Tony and Johnny Show and what we do in the shadows, it's Anthony and Hey! Yeah.
1: But strangely, really equally aggressive introduction, but also faster.
0: Yeah. You're like, let's get through it. I'm ripping them out a little faster (laughs) because they're getting old for me. So God knows how it feels for the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Now,
1: you, but you've been doing this podcast for many years, right? Yes. Probably seven, eight years.
0: Yeah. I've like, I've every Thursday for like 300 plus Thursdays. Wow, wow I've not missed one week And meanwhile, John
1: and I are sick of doing Phony and Collie Like
0: I, I called it the Tony and Johnny show The Phony and Collie show, of course Did you not call to- it the Tony and Johnny show?
1: I think so, but you they, <laughs> oh, Whatever, I call it all the time on the show I'm like, here on the Tony and Johnny show And he's like, Phony Collie, you idiot I'm like, alright But how do you keep I mean, how do you keep it up? How do you keep it alive? We're, we're, we're,
0: we're Come on, we're serial monogamists. Uh, we've been with our partners for a long-ass time. Yeah, we know how true. to keep keep it fresh. <laughs> we oh, my God. That, so I have to do anal with John? <laughs> I was just about to say, to be fair, what keeps my marriage fresh <laughs> is getting high for an hour on Zoom with my friends that aren't my wife. <laughs> Engaging with someone who isn't her for one hour of each day is nice. Now that we both work from home, it's nice to get in here and even pretend to talk to someone. I sometimes put up your headshot on Zoom and just talk like we're (laughs) on. I'm like, I'm on with Anthony. We're working. She's like, Tell him I said hi. I'm like, Of course, he says he loves you. Can't wait to come back out and visit. She's like, Huh? And your whole face is not moving. It's black and white the whole time. It's like your old, mad old headshot from uh, Creep Days. Yeah. That headshot? (laughs) uh,
1: i still can't believe that i both paid for that but also that that guy let like was like yes this is good this is Uh this is what is good i like
0: this the first uh dude i got my headshots done by did like the weird black and white in his like west village studio but then was like all right now shave your beard and the like i had to like shave off my little bit of stubble he's like you need some with no facial hair and i was like huh? This is like 2004, 2005 in the city. <laughs> Brutal. And I have like this, like a hairless picture. I'm like, a, I look like a fucking 20 year old, uh, go, go dancer. I'm just like, head tilted, smirky, like (laughs) I I don't look like anything like myself. And like a day later, I looked completely different than my headshot. I put on like 40 pounds. I got my beard back and people were like, every time I had submitted a headshot, they were like, this isn't you. (laughs) You know, this is a
1: discovery I made in my life that I have always thought of myself as relatively a slim person. Like I've always seen myself as someone who's like a slim person. Right. A lot of this is informed by when i was in high school and junior high i was like really rail thin like unhealthily thin right uh but for no reason i don't really know why i just had a high metabolism i guess hold on my air purifier got all nuts because i hit the
0: hit the pipe and my air <laughs> purifier the- like
1: was like <laughs> it was like no
0: <laughs> <laughs> i've heard those uh like uh straight uh bowls like you were just ripping called chillums before yeah this is a chillum
1: yeah i this like that phrase yeah i and like And you that. know back in call i forget how i can't do it now but there used to be a way to hit a chillum where you made like you made like a thing like you made like a a thing with your hand oh
0: and you put you, you could you, pull it like a bubbler but using yeah your and someone
1: would hit it and someone would hit it and you would hit your hand but i don't i used to be able to do it
0: I just that like shit, this. That shit comes a in handy. That shit comes in handy in COVID. We uh me and my friend we, like we do the uh I'm gonna demonstrate what we call finger condoms. Like if yeah. so, like like if someone's yes. got something weird on their lip or it's COVID, we just like, hey, well just oh, yes. you do the finger condoms Oh,
1: absolutely, absolute finger condoms. <laughs> I always rap that rascal. <laughs> I, and frankly, I'm not talking
0: about, and I'm, and although I do, I do do this every uh, frequently. I'm not talking about putting condoms on your fingers when engaging in manual stimulation, you know. But <laughs> it does work. <laughs> you know, keeps your fingers the, dry for typing. They have those <laughs> tiny
1: kitchen fingers. I bet it would be a fun thing to put like a rubber glove on and jerk yourself
0: off. Oh yeah, I feel over, like over. I, 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 this feels very easy to test. <laughs>
1: You know what's funny? You say that, you're like, but that's one of those things that's like the lamest version of like a, like a dream or a wish unfulfilled, is that it will pass through your mind, something like that. Like, I bet if I like creamed up a fucking gloved hand and jacked myself off, that would feel pretty good. And you're like, yeah, I could do that. And you're like, no. And then it's just like on the horizon, a useless, stupid, sick, Weird yeah. thing you want to do to yourself that will live as sort of a golden city on the fucking <laughs> creamy hill, and I'll for make the rest of self- every life. once in a while you'll
0: be on a podcast <laughs> and it'll come up. Like maybe I'll float the creamed up glove thing that us, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you know, and then yeah, you know, he, he kind of reacted weird. Never mind, I'm gonna put it back in the in the recesses. Well, I mean, Gabe's
1: face definitely turned when I he realized this was gonna be longer than a. 10 second
0: conversation about a gloved Jack session. Yeah. I mean, I could see the uh, interest in that you fucking get a bunch of heated up gel, put the dip, the glove in it and fucking there needs to be, there's a whole shark tank
1: industry here. There's a whole shark tank industry of like turning like men's masturbation into like uh like a self care system. That's a whole, I think that's a whole category of money that someone is going to make
0: a lot of money off of. (laughs) Dude, the second, like, dudes break the seal on sex toys, uh, you know what I mean? Like, the second it's like, what second... Every every guy wants to be so low maintenance, but the second you like, they figure out pocket pussies or whatever, you know, I'm like, what am I going to do? Jerk off if I got the money and the
1: toys. Let's fuck. That's such an old guy. That's such an old guy New York thing, too, because most
0: people would call it a fleshlight. You're like,
1: (laughs) fucking pocket pussy. This guy's got a little pocket
0: (laughs) pussy over there. This bot is off to a ripping fucking start. We're alienating anyone with pockets, people with pussies. <laughs>
1: I mean, I want. I'm not laughing at any of this sort of. You say you the violent reason, language. I just think it's funny those terms.
0: And now, and now you refuse to jerk off without your glove. That's why you always say no. You say no glove, no love.
1: Yeah, no glove, no love. I say it to myself in the mirror and then I in the wink. Mirror. And then I
0: wink. I Just kidding and you snap it off. I, I got snap it. Out
1: and I go, "Let's go, baby."
0: Just fucking around, gloving and loving, baby. Let's go.
1: I've got your head shot where you've been shaved on the mirror. <laughs> I'm just FaceTiming with Gabris. She's like, but you're in the bathroom looking in the mirror.
0: <laughs> and you have your cum glove on. <laughs> you, have cum, you have your patented cum glove. You're wearing your big, soft cum mittens, <laughs> as you call them.
1: <laughs> big, soft cum mittens. Um, yeah. Well, let's go
0: right to the cyberverse. Let's get into it. We saw each let's other. Let's go we, into
1: the cyberverse. Yeah, let's no, get wait, into we the cyberverse. We saw each other okay. in person
0: recently. We got to work on a project together. Yes. And you and I started, you know as we're wont to do, kind of standing over to the side, vaping and ranting about <laughs> the pervasive uh the slow invasion of fascism into and Christo fascism and all that into yes. society, into our world. <laughs> and then I was like, bro, we are brewing up a high and mighty episode and we are yes. alienating our coworkers today. <laughs> so let's yep. uh, everyone yep. but Dan St. Germain, of course, who's totally on board. Yeah, no, Dan's totally Dan down to like, have to tell most- me more. Tell me more. Alyssa's <laughs> like, please stop sort <laughs> of omen give me sight beyond sight. I always thought Dan looked like Lion-O from when I was a kid. <laughs> oh yeah, he also
1: sort of I was going to say he sort of looks like remember Golden Axe how you could pick the the guy with the big axe? Yeah, yeah, with a big hammer. He was like the he was like the the guy with the long
0: beard. Yeah, he like braid he had like the blonde uh, braided uh, beard yeah, or Yeah, he looks so, like him too. I loved Gauntlet, man. Or Golden Axe, whichever Go, one. I, I love both Gauntlet and Golden Axe. I loved both those games, yeah. Any yeah. co-op player game with like yeah. weapons and shit. I mean, I loved the Simpsons and I loved X-Men, but I liked those more cuz that felt like yeah. a little d d Well,
1: but- clearing rooms too, just real quick, clearing rooms. Like, I like the the ones, like, Gauntlet,
0: I like because you were clearing, like, hundreds of ghosts. Right. And you like, had to kill the nests. Like, Smash TV and shit like that. Like, those yeah. arcade games where it's like, here's a bunch of baddies, not side-scrolling. Yeah. Like, overhead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. those rolled, okay. too. Sorry, okay So sorry. No, we are glad we sorry. squared that sorry, away. Sorry. <laughs> and by <laughs> the
1: way, we're definitely, and, and, and just the listeners should know, just think about in a year from now, when we're on a hit television show together a hit tv show that's like on it's like it's like prime time it's it's brought nbc's thursday nights back
0: it's like Guess who can save us? A couple of forty-year-old white guys with half an idea and half memorized lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> TV's back, baby. <laughs> As you and TV's I mumble see- and curse through a fucking <laughs> network sitcom taping.
1: <laughs> oh my god! When I realize that I'm two years to fifty years old,
0: holy shit! That's am- like I, that's amazing. But I don't to- see it. No, right? no, I'm forty, I, and I don't see it. So you don't even fucking no. see forties. 847, 48, Jesus. But that's the other thing is then I'm like, no, this is a
1: sliding scale of everyone not seeing it, everyone not knowing. Because we're and all
0: every- pl- we're all falling at the same <laughs> rate. And it's like it's like in movies when someone pulls the parachute, you think, oh, they yeah. ripped up. It's like, no, you're just still falling. So I'm like, yeah. we're both looking at each other like, no, you look great. You look great as we're just going downhill into <laughs> open graves. Like, is euphoria even a
1: young people's show? Or is it a show that old people watch that they say is a young people's show?
0: I think it's just because the characters are in high. It's like actors in their twenties playing characters in their high school in high school yeah. being watched by but forty year olds. olds. <laughs> it's like, it is. It's being yeah. watched by forty year olds, right? I don't think young people watch HBO. I don't think young people watch like pro like channels like that. Yes, you know.
1: They, they I don't they know. Watch, though I, they watch TikTok. I, I, I mean, I will say that I talked to a couple of people who in their in their twenties, early mid twenties, like twenty three. Twenty three is pretty fucking young. T- to
0: me, it is. That's early twenties. Uh, that's object. Yeah, that's fucking. Young that's early twenties.
1: And they talked about seeing something on TikTok and the feed, the how they want to get their feed better. The way you would talk about like the lineup of a network, and I went, I was like, this is something that like, I just won't adjust. This is one of those milestones in life where you go, I mean, I look at, t- I look at all that stuff, but the thing is, is I will never see it as. a a delivery device for entertainment. It, to me, it's curiosity. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, yeah. like, it's an oddity. It's not um, something that I would ever
0: consider a part of my life like I consider television a part of my right. life. And I know? think it. I think there's something, because there's probably people who are older than us that have the same exact attitude with movies to television, right? Absolutely. Where someone's yeah. like, well, movies, yeah, TV is just something that's on in the house while I'm doing, con- yes. you know, fixing the yes. fucking sink or whatever. He's like, movies yes. are like my cultural thing and now for us TV I mean movies still but TV more so is like the cultural touchstone yes and then like for me social media and TikTok is like how I you know, expand my love of TV and movies, like learning more and and yeah. you know seeing behind and f- following talent and all that, but also how I get like my popcorn slash skittles yeah. of of sustenance of just like oh, oh here's twenty five different big breasted women playing guitar solos. Okay, oh that, I you know, like
1: all the social. I like all the social fifteen car pile ups. Like I like the like seeing whatever tragic intersection of someone saying something purposely dumb or ignorant or inadvertently ignorant. and then the pile on that happens and then the counter pile on, I'm yeah. all about those things. Anytime someone steps out of line, a, a a New York Times reviewer, you know, reads somebody's you know, DM publicly on a TikTok, uh, and you go, ooh, this is juicy because like they're in the wrong, but they think they're in the right. but it's also all these complicated dynamics that I have no uh, understanding of why would I? Yeah, and and I don't even
0: understand the instinct to... Put a video of myself out reacting. To something. You know <laughs> I what I mean? Know, like that's know, not even so in crazy. our lexicon. It's not even in my lexicon to be like, "What's no. up?" It's Gabris. I just want to say, two of you messaged me about the podcast and said, uh, 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 "Anthony and I should stop talking about cum gloves." Well, <laughs> I'm here to say, like, I would never like react to something like that. I might make a video <laughs> of imagine? myself talking, but I that's feel like different. Yeah, but, but that's people different. Be, that's so instinctual in someone's mind. Like, imagine. Roger Ebert being like they're like Roger Ebert that was such a bullshit thumbs down for that what movie and be, then he'd be like yeah
1: yeah, just the skeleton a skeleton yeah no
0: but like his that's, I think that's Siskel
1: uh, no. <laughs> no Siskel <laughs> had the brain tumor <laughs> and Ebert lost his jaw those are the two things that happened <laughs> like and the, I was
0: like what an amazing that's Siskel like and Ebert like the fucking <laughs> Simpson softball song uh, Ken yeah. Griffey's abnormal. <laughs> And Griffey's of normal and Ebert lost his jaw <laughs> jaw when I always
1: (laughs) forget it. Let's not even go down. You just have to cut it. So what
0: I'm I'm saying is like, imagine a day when Ebert says thumbs down, someone disagrees and Ebert puts out a video. He's like, and he like overreacts. And that's, I think you're right. That's one of the, I think the sweetest spot you can be in watching those online car wrecks are Someone making a super bold statement that you don't agree with or have never even considered a thing to have a take on. Someone yes. has that. Yes. And yes. the two yes. people in their mentions or quotes we get have into it have completely different points of view that you also don't understand or agree <laughs> yes. with. And it's like, yes. <laughs> I have no dog in this fight. I can't even really understand. And then you just watch it slowly escalate and yes. escalate and escalate. It's and- beautiful. And then you you mentioned this casually too, but then p- seeing people fall for people purposefully being dumb or obtuse. Oh baiting. Or yeah. Baiting people in the yeah. anger. Yeah. And like that shit just gets
1: to me. Like Boebert we- and Marjorie Taylor Greed are really skilled at that. I have to give them credit, whether it's their comms team or whatever. They are very skilled at getting attention for. Whether it's purposely stupid or not, or it is not, they know there's some intent there because they know the way to shape their tweet to get as much traction from outraged let liberals as they get from righties. and it's, But the uh, thing is,
0: the trick is the, the liberal outrage mm-hmm. is what brings the right wing support. They don't yes. the right wing the right wing is not saying like I agree with MTG about this exact statement. They're excited that liberals are mad. Yes. And that's it. Yes. And that's enough. So then they're like, "Well, I'm on MTG's side." It's like, "Do you even understand like what side you're taking here? Like she's being she's saying something that's objectively untrue and awful." And that's just Oh, you're not taking, you're not taking, you're just dancing on the crying. Well, you're talking, you're
1: talking in the old order and the old order is gone. And, and I think this is the, talk about the great conspiracy. Everyone goes, Oh, the new world order. And, uh, uh, Oh, the, you know, the, the, the reset, the great reset, right? Those are the big conspiracies. You know, the new world order is the uh, sort of old sort of pre internet, um, in books, sort of like. Culmination of Rosicrucians, Freemasons, Illuminati—you know—it all comes to the New World Order, and it's Bush and the banks, and it's the it's, it's the, l- the it's Portland light, light anti-Semitism.
0: There's like some light yeah. anti-Semitism. Seattle protests. Yeah.
1: Oh, there's—I mean—in and, in and rooted a lot of it rooted in anti-Semitism. I mean, this is the huge problem with all of these things: is the layers you have to peel back of disinformation and misrepresentation, and sometimes you have to kill your darlings. Like sometimes some of your favorite conspiracy theories when you sort of understand that the the predicate underneath them is so hateful and you right. go, I've got to let this go. Like aliens, you know, aliens built the pyramids, aliens, aliens that's always my favorite one to go to. It is r- just rooted in racism. Right, it's there's like saying, no way
0: Africans did that.
1: <laughs> right. There's no way Africans did that. No way brown people did that. No way that they did that math. How do they go? And it's always the same thing. Somehow white people... Sometimes giants too. Sometimes they're white giants. They must have somehow gone around the earth and done this, or the other one, the hollow earth theory, where again it's a white race that lives in the center of the earth, and yeah. they come out and do stuff. It's my favorite. It's so transparent, and like, and and you know, and I sometimes wonder if even the the progenitors of that was it even so much outwardly designed with hatred, or was it just so presumed? From the perspective of when they were creating this stuff, that it was it was both baked in and sort of outward. I mean, I guess it can be both. Um, yeah. And then the advent in the post the post Twitter social media wave of the Great Reset being essentially the New World Order. It's just a new name for the New World Order, right? Because again, you know, you argue Bush is what we would qualify at the election of HW is what qualifies as the sort of. Beginning of the New World Order The thousand points of light symbol The different things he did that were Perceived as right. the Illuminati Symbols that not, were saying Not to mention yeah. he's uh,
0: the son of a previous President which starts to feel No no H.W. Oh, it's H.W. and yeah, yeah. 88
1: And 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 you know the U.N. a lot of people spoke about New World Order especially in relationship to the U.N. peacekeeping forces that Were uh, part of the wars In the 90s um, the Bosnian War, the, the even in Somalia and uh, 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 Iraq, uh, Kuwait. So just to sum this up, that you have this beginning of this idea of this shift and that we are in. I mean, whatever happened in, in 88, it did happen. The media landscape, I'm not saying it's the New World Order, but a shift occurred And it's a clear shift in media, how media was presented, the partisanship of media. Um, In addition to that, you had um, the development and and production of overtly and aggressively hateful ideologies uh, being defended by mainstream uh, uh, Republicans in particular, who up to that point would separate their opera, their operation and and front front of the house operation from that back of the house operation. It was in the nineties when they start to say, "Well, okay, front to back, back to front." <laughs> right, right.
0: <laughs> Fully toxic shock syndrome wiping the incorrect direction, <laughs> and so America goes into toxic shock. Right. Uh, well, so what? So what are you saying? What kicks off in in eighty? Like, I mean, obviously, it, it seems to be like we start. Th- We start to catch on in the seventies that people are bad, that like politicians are do are out for themselves and not necessarily sixties and seventies, sixties and seventies, not directly representing us. Uh, Yes, kind of. I'm sure people were sniffing it out even sooner and all that shit. But then with Bush, it starts to be like, oh, they now know how to harness like public perception as well, and like it feels like yes, what they got better at it. Like truly like everyone got better at whatever this, you know, neck behind the scenes steering that was going on. Like everyone got a little bit better well, at
1: television. It. Well, television at this
0: point, you
1: know, television is watched in the fifties, but it's a very big deal, right? Okay. Forties. There's some TV, but no one's really. So you got the fifties as it's sort of nascent stage. Then you have the sixties and seventies are when it evolves. And then over the eighties, People start to understand the ways to manipulate, you know, it's the same with what's going on in social media, whatever, what you just said. I would say that there's sort of two key turning points. But remember, anything that happens, it takes time for something to die for an age to die, right? Right. So if you think about the 20th century died over the 2010s, we, you know, if you were to watch even a 2003 rom-com, you could be like, that's 96, that's... 2000. Yeah. It, like, would, you wouldn't be able to really tell, right? Uh, the same with um, thrillers. Morgan Freeman's in something, it's 2005. Morgan Freeman's in something, it's 1992. Right. And they're all sort of the same, same yeah. music. Right, okay. You would, so you, you,
0: That's like where you yeah. get in those situations where you refer to like stuff that came out all the way up into 06 as like 90s movie or 90s music. It just happens. Because <laughs> exactly. like the era is not over. It's like, oh, you yeah. could actually probably tuck that into a 90s movie. Yeah, exactly. So
1: the Bleed, I feel like the Bleed, especially with the Goldwater Reagan turn really occurs with Ford coming in in 76. I think inadvertently the impeaching or the event, the resignation of Nixon actually set off a worse series of events than I think would have happened if Nixon had just stayed in office. Interesting. Um, (laughs) And one of the reasons why is Cheney and Rumsfeld come
0: into the picture. And and Cheney is untouched by the drama. Like yeah he's, yeah, he's, got, he's not, both. yeah neither of them are tarnished at all and then they're mo- and they end up being architects of a nightmare future. Yeah, but remember too, they're not known at this time. Nobody, they're just in especially right. in
1: this era, nobody knows who you know. The beside the, the, the common person doesn't even under, know less than the president and vice. But they not They're not necessarily knowing the cabinet members or or. In this case, advisors. Right. Um, they are both students of oh, this Chicago professor whose name escapes me now, who is a, a neo-Platonic philosopher. Uh, I can't remember his name. They're both students of this guy who advocates this concept of the natural right, or essentially what is now Western sh- Western chauvinism has its roots in that. And but I can't remember the guy's name, but I'll look it up in a second. Um, they they start to introduce all sorts of wackadoodle ideas, right, and in addition to that set the stage for the nuclear arms race that eventually cripples Soviet union. Right. Right. So you really look at 91, you know, this shift occurs, but there's parallel shifts occurring, right? Which is Murdoch is getting involved in media in the nineties, uh, in the United States. Um, syndication becomes incredibly profitable. Uh, Sinclair and other, uh, 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 Private media companies start saying, "Hey, let's let's syndicate news." Current affair, um, Inside Edition—they're all born out of that. Um, And they are, as I've said before on the show, they are the hatchlings of Morton Downey Jr. and all that stuff. But when you look back and go, "Okay, Morton Downey Jr.," that was a sideshow. People didn't even take that seriously, right? Right. Now they've said, "Oh, we can repurpose it as as sort of fake news, but people will think it's real news," right? Then the merging of these two worlds. I mean, to think that Bill O'Reilly was the anchor for Inside Edition, which was a clown show. It was a ridiculous thing. It was essentially a national inquirer on television that Bill O'Reilly became a national figure writing historical books. I mean, just think about that. And I'm saying that's the shift. The shift is from us saying it matters. Yes, things are flawed. There's all kinds of problems. We're not I'm not ignoring the. The circumstances of the 80s, 70s, 60s, or all of the different social political upheavals or repressions and all the things are going on there. I'm not ignoring that. I'm I'm just simply speaking within this framework, which is an important framework because it's the lens with which we see everything through, is there became a moment where we both – it was Bill Clinton playing sax. It was this idea of saying – hey, you know what? We need some more casual Fridays. We need the barriers between things to be loosened, and there were benefits from that. But also part of the weakness of that was a lot of bad actors slipping through going, yeah, we do need to weaken the boundaries everywhere. And so everyone started hitting all the supporting walls. And before you know it, you're, you're demoing the entire house. You're right. not just expanding the kitchen. To move my metaphor real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it.
0: Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? Because it's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. They already are. Don't let them take any more than they can. Download Rocket Money to take control of your subscriptions. You have to check out Rocket Money. They help you manage and cancel subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about with just a tap. Sound familiar? Because maybe you've heard me talk about my app that I enjoy so much here on High and Mighty called Truebill before. And I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Truebill is now backed by rocket companies and just changed their name to Rocket Money. Why? Well, for one, Truebill has grown from a bill management app into a full-on personal finance empowerment tool that helps over 3.4 million people with budgeting, lowering bills, canceling subscriptions, and more, saving each of their members on average $700 a year. Bottom line, Rocket Money is everything I've loved about True Bill, but with a fresh look and feel, and a pretty cool name. Start canceling your unused subscriptions and save money at rocketmoney.com/mighty. That's Rocketmoney.com/mighty, or download the app from the Apple Store or Google Play Store. That is, Rocketmoney.com/Mighty. What's holding you back from the ultimate gaming experience? Is it the hundred of dollars it costs to set it up or are you busy on the go type with only minutes to spare while well, level up your game with backbone, the universal gaming essential that instantly enhances your gaming experience on mobile. Uh, Backbone just released a PlayStation edition of their beloved Backbone 1, the licensed controller for PlayStation brought to life with the PlayStation design team. Uh, Simply plug your iPhone to the Backbone, enjoy console quality controls as you play console games via remote play or cloud streaming services and App Store games. I'll tell you what, I've been playing the heck out of Diablo Immortal on my phone using Backbone, and now that I can charge it through my Backbone, now that I realize that, ooh, It is an epic time killer. Uh, I really love the game, uh, and it's way more fun to play on a Backbone than it is to play on my raw phone. Raw on my phone without the Backbone. Go to playbackbone.com slash mighty now to order your Backbone for a limited time and get free access to over 350 console games and perks. Backbone is now the official partner of Diablo Immortal. That makes total sense. Not only is the game specifically optimized for Backbone, Can attest to that. But you also receive ten dollars of in-game perks. Find your next adventure at playbackbone.com slash mighty. That's P-L-A-Y-B-A-C-K-B-O-N-E dot com slash mighty. To jump back to the current affair, inside edition, uh, that shit that came out. That also you saying it that when that stuff came out, that's when quote-unquote news was being played for entertainment for the first time yes sort of like it's like yeah and people are like we're finding these trash stories that trigger people or trigger uh, any reaction I don't mean trigger in the modern sense but like like oh that's scary a white you know a white girl is murdered that's crazy there's a lead paint in the blank in in, uh, Flintstones vitamins whatever whatever the fuck yeah so and then you're talking about Rupert Murdoch by the way crazy like not to go full conspiracy but foreign born actor <laughs> completely yes. controlling an entire um yes uh, arguably the uh, I- half of the uh nation's politician politicians like not just yes the media landscape fox news who-, who feeds who there uh but that all all that being said i guys like that come in we're like oh shit we can make news we're making a fortune off access hollywood it's like well what if we sold ads against other news it's like people aren't going to watch news if it's all sensationalized by this it's like what wait i bet you they will and it's like okay i want to put it on for 24 hours a day it's like that's crazy <laughs> it's like well people are dumb. and and then at the same time we are adapting as a society to like looking at the screen and learning how to act from the screen and like uh, yes. You know, quoting, uh, cut it out. You know, qu- uh, you got it, dude. Quoting from uh, TV shows, uh, and then all of a sudden, now we're just being comforted by the screen, and now we got twenty four hours of slant slanted news of news and who's with
1: feeding us- who. At what point, when you have a universal, a universal disembodied, um, machine that delivers the Musings of other people's unconscious into visual media that then we digest as symbols. That's a major deal. What happened film and TV, a major deal for human psychology and right. we almost completely ignore. And, and in fact, because we have in a good way, freedom of expression in the first amendment in this country, that also is a binder. It binds us from really examining and looking at the responsibilities that might come with showing ourselves these images. We don't want to look at the fact that we might not be able to have both and have a stable society. We uh, and I'm not advocating it. I'm truly putting out there the idea that there might have to be at some point, a deeper dive into what do we mean by freedom of expression? Right. What do we mean by freedom of speech? and and when does the speech or the symbols used it if when they can have when do we consider impact, malintent when do we consider well, malintent also, yeah. and, and they have impact like in other words if you use certain even if you use certain symbols or certain combinations of of you know even how you use light color all those things affect the human mind right how you digest information <laughs> We don't want to do the year's worth of deep diving
0: to go, what are we showing ourselves? And what are we programming ourselves with? Yeah. What are we showing? our? And then, (laughs) and this is you and I talking from the 40 and 48 year old perspective of we're like, we're not even to the point where in the, what are we showing ourselves situation where we lose the barrier even more. And the FCC is not online and uh, yeah. that is in your hand. That is in your yep. pocket. That is with you in bed. That is with you on the yeah. train. This is with you in public. And you are just being fed whatever. And it's you the are primary being- thing you are consuming, right? And it, and it's like it's absolutely unchecked. And I'm not saying like I'm not even thinking about kids. I'm thinking about like adults and like uh, how much the phone acceleration has kind of fucked up my mom Mm -hmm. and my mom, who like was bad with technology. She still is, but she's absolutely stuck in this, in her phone, in, in Facebook, in in messaging. And, and like, she needs the Amazon fire stick that so-and-so has because she, uh, she heard about a show on Facebook. I (laughs) How like I get calls how do I get the trailer for your show on my Facebook and it's like not my mom is not calling me to say like so excited that your show is coming out so yes. excited to talk about the travel show no how can I get it on my Facebook yeah because I want them to know my son I'm like well why don't you engage with your son about it and that's when I start to feel like a weird old hippie is like all the yep. way like I feel I feel like at sea sometimes and I have to talk to my old soul friends and be like is this crazy like i feel like yeah. we're you know and and i'm i'm a victim uh, and a perpetrator both at the same time of all the phone shit yeah. like i'm easily yeah, addicted of course. I'm, I'm obsessed with it and what like instagram i'm obsessed with images uh, beautiful images i could just like overload myself with beautiful yeah. women jacked dudes great landscapes i could
1: just you do- are a big you're a big instagram person yeah you like instagram see instagram for me once in a while, I'll always look at people's stories, little stories, and I have people that I follow who I find funny, and so I'll click through, or it's like, it's either old friends uh, or people I find funny, because that's what always racks up on the Yeah, you know, right, because whoever you hit the most. Whatever you check yeah. the most. Yeah. And um, I'll click through those. My manager, Olivia, <laughs> I'll see what Olivia is doing. It's true. And I'm always like, oh, Olivia's dog is, you know, doing this, <laughs> whatever um, that like I will do that, which takes me all of, I don't know, up two minutes, three minutes. And right. then once I get through that, I'll look at Cypher sounds. I'll go to Cypher sounds and watch his stand up clips. Cause I love right. Cypher. <laughs> this is so weird. I feel like I'm plugging, but like I really
0: am. Like, what are the specific things I do? And then I I, that's I do it. Twi- I do a lot of Twitter. That's it. I do a lot of Twitter too. Like not engaging. Like just tons of reading and clicking through. Twitter. I stalk. I'm yeah. like obsessed with like knowing what everyone's talking about, and I've like trapped myself into like this world in which like. I need to know what everyone's discussing on Twitter, but I don't know what it is until I go on Twitter. And then once I'm on Twitter, I'm like, okay, what's going on with the bodies, bodies, bodies critic, like mentioned earlier, or like, (laughs) okay, what's going on with bean dad or whatever the fuck. And then like, I do the deep dive and I'm like, oh, this is not interesting at all. And then I'm like, no, fuck. If I never looked at it in the first place, I wouldn't wouldn't even know what I'm missing. And, uh, I had a conversation one time with Mandzukis, who's like famously not on social media, and he was just like, "People will be talking about stuff sometimes, and I won't even know what they're referring to, but even from my perspective, I could see that it's not a that big of a deal." And I'm like, "Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. If you're not in it, it doesn't seem like you know. I, no. I like I'll look at my computer. For, I'll be on my phone or on the computer for like an hour straight, and I'll get up and I'll feel fucking radicalized." You know what I mean? And I'm so like, so you this get is upset. Bad. So you, you see, so I get worked well, up. I don't know if it's upset. I but don't I'm like, anymore. Can you believe what these fucking cops are doing here? Can you believe what the right is doing? And you know, $1.6 billion donation from a singular donor to the right wing yeah. thing. You know, it's like, <laughs> yes, that, like that's yes, what I was like yes. screaming about all day yesterday to place when we're recording this on August. 23rd. I don't, I don't more,
1: i had to make a deal with myself because and i think i've talked about this with you but like i had to actually stop like i had to uh, uh because i was like this is uh weird and like i feel like i'm like the football so the, the 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 quarterback who's hanging on to his high school days i did a political show it was fun and good and i think relevant and then it was Very. over yeah and i hung on to it And the way I processed it was being angry and reactive and getting uh, 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 upset by all these things to the degree where I would have I would like have panic attacks. I start being like, well, this is going to happen and this is going to happen and then this will happen. And you right. I'm you're still like, not
0: convinced. Yeah, the dark side of conspiracy theories, like uh, that's when you're like yeah. losing the fun of. Yes, we we do a lot. We've done a bunch of. If you're just listening to this for the first time, uh, Anthony and I do this a bunch on the fucking podcast. This is like the sixth or seventh time. But yes. also, we do this a lot in person, and yes. it's it's easy. It's like easy to have fun with it, and until you start getting like really worked up, like, and then you're you start like, start waking yourself out. Yeah, you start waking and you're fuck- out. I. But uh, okay, so this is what we were talking about on set that ha- at the time. So put this in like July, this was bugging me out. And it was like, okay, yeah, uh, making like the women's health care shit I- illegal, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. uh, the anti the anti abortion shit, the uh, anti Yeah, getting choice rid of people. Roe, getting rid of Roe, and then making it illegal to drive across state lines sort of yes. activates the cops to arrest women, and now. And doctors, women, and and doctors, doctors, and and aiding and abetting people, and children, and by the way, pregnant children too. Yes, (laughs) exactly. Things that pregnant people, victims of
1: horrible crimes, victims of crimes who are pregnant, underage, getting arrested. Just, just to really put it home, how fucked up that is. It's It's, at every
0: level. so, So that is one monster, awful fucking thing. And then at the same time around that, there was a lot of talk of like police budget increases because of like, you know, whatever, like a lot of money from, uh, build back better, whatever, like all that shit is that's going on. Then all of a sudden, like concealed carry gets like legalized in a bunch of States. And like that's New York in New York. And that starts to feel like a situation in which, Cops can now believe that anyone is carrying a gun yep. and that makes them. He was reaching into his pocket. I, it's a concealed carry. state. Yeah. I thought he. Uh, she who I'm uh, pulling over at the at the fucking state lines to arrest because she's clearly yeah. coming here to get medical treatment. She reached for the glove box. It's a concealed carry state. So we open fire yeah. and it's like it feel that that shit starts to feel like. Th- like that starts to feel like. S- setting people up setting the public up for like more yes ra- and like w- as we realize how much power we slid to like like government agencies police agencies law enforcement and so much enforcing of laws yes. as laws change for the worse so well, it's, it's like d- at the same time as enforcement ramps up the awfulness of the laws themselves are ramping up and it's like this is getting dangerous, right? Is it I mean people and I am a white straight yeah. man. I understand a, a, a cis 40-year-old uh middle class guy, like all that shit. I get that and I know people have been way like way more hip to this for longer, but it's blowing my it's it feels like it's getting even worse or like secretly so worse. I can you I'll know what say, I mean? I I fe-
1: yes, I do know what you mean and I'll say that I feel like I've been seeing it And tracking it for so long, because I remember the shift in the 90s. I remember when our local news station, WBZ, suddenly had a totally new look, new graphics package, new everything, and they talked about their new owner, station owner, and I realized that that was the birth of companies owning multiple news stations. That was the birth, was sometime in the late 80s, early 90s, suddenly you had a package that was then delivered by all these stations across the country so they were delivering the local news written local but then the other general news was a feed was was a script that every channel every locality got so now you're losing more and more local spin on the news more local interpretation i'm going to tie it into what you just said in a second yeah, no, no, that no. was Don't... but so me i will say i've been so doomsday for so long and felt like i've been right about so many things in my head like in other words i've been like that's probably going to happen then it would happen and i'd be like fuck okay uh that um i guess at this point i have a constant sort of underpinning of of just concern about what's going on and also going acceptance in going this is so far outside of my control that i have to accept that these things are going to happen and stop pretending that there's some way they it's not how the plane will crash. It's just whether the engines rip off and blow up and everyone dies or right, does yeah. it water land or does it like hit the sand and some people survive, but the plane's crashing. There is
0: no avoiding the plane. We're mitigating. Crashing. We're mitigating damage. We're mitigating at damage at this point. <laughs> and we're not saving thing, shit. We're not salvaging. It's We're just no. minimizing
1: blowback. Minimizing <laughs> death, minimizing destruction, and, and what that means on a global scale for- You know, because people forget that the whole thing is a march of the story of mankind, humankind, I should say, humankind and how we see ourselves and how we collectively see the world and our role in it. And that is not something that is fixed in stone. That is something that is abstract, that has been evolving over thousands and thousands of years. And uh, and we are in the midst of that evolution. And we want to... Look at it like, no, these are the constants by which we exist and they cannot bend. That's going to fuck you up because that's not what's happening. (laughs) What's happening is it is still changing because we keep changing the way we tell ourselves our story now. And now that is a partner in our existence. And when it's a phone, when it's a computer, when it's all parts of our life, that means our story that we're telling ourselves back is always speaking to us. We don't even get a break from it. Unless we go to sleep. So it's design. It's desire to design. It's desire that makes design the desire right now by the people who are the most savvy and the powers that be outside of this country that I think want to see the power balance shift from the United States. There is a desire for us to fall in on ourselves, to suffer the same fate that that the Soviet Union suffered, and that we deserve our one-two punch, that we deserve to collapse. Also, we are living directly by Bin Laden's design. This is right. the speech he gave after the towers went down. He literally gave the timeline. It's fucked up. It's fucked up that he was like, "This will happen. This will happen. This will." And you're like, "Whoa, that's fucked up." That this guy didn't think about destroying the U S through military invasion. He went, I'll destroy a symbol and that will cause them to fall in upon themselves. And maybe it it will happen. It has has been kerosene on the fucking kindling since nine 11. And that's not pro bin Laden guys. That's just saying it's disturbing. And I would say that the design in our country is that, you know, anyone can go back and look at the origins of both actually Wahhabist Islam and the the far right in the United States and see that they actually have their roots in parallel. And that in other words, it's just two expressions of, of radicalism. We have a radical we have a radical element in this country, and it's not just. It's not as it's depicted even in like liberal outlets of like, you know, jaw droppingly stupid people at Trump rallies. It's people making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. It's people who are who are designing conflicts and purposely creating things that challenge even constitutionality because they want to break the system and they want to make this system in in their likeness and in their likeness there's a select few who get to do what they want and everybody else lives by the the
0: boot. It's like the car dealership, right? Like, not saying all right-wing people own car dealerships, but it's like that level of money. It's six-figure, multiple property, boat owners who are like, Yeah. who are, you know, Cosplaying as blue collar <laughs> uh, Republican. It's people. like
1: Saul Goodman's. It's like Saul Goodman's, you know, brother's uh, partner at the law firm. It's those types of people. It's people who live in the planned community and they got maybe excessive debt and they're. Those are the people who. Who who are attracted to this and I think also We I, I don't know it's so many it's so Deep but this is what I want to say to Sort of reflect it back which is desire and Design so if you have these Things that are happening they're out of control like this Gabrus and you have all these things that Seem to also syncopate right like we do see this syncopation, as you said, of this escalation of, well, let's have more conceal and carry. Let's allow the cops to go more nuts with more money. Let's and give them more people. shit. Let's give and them give more, them deadly more stuff. Yeah. And let's say it's more lawless and that's let's, let's raise the prices and that's let's, let's not create profit caps. Let's not create uh, price caps. Let's not do any of those things that would easily just stabilize society right now. We're just going to let it keep running because we've got to. Because like I talked about First Amendment and the idea of like, well, we need to examine our media. It's a difficult conversation to go, the constitution is needs to be updated. Our whole system, we're running like OS seven.
0: I was just about to 2022. What the fuck are we doing? every we uh, you know everyone's updating their phone like monthly and we're not even updating the bylaws of the co- like it's like it, it's such a fucking completely different pace and the world is in a different uh, com- that shit needs to be looked at but what d- so many people benefit too many powerful people benefit not even many just a lot of very powerful people benefit from the steering of the plane into the mountain they're yes. in like they already have their escape pods and their uh, yes p- uh, parachutes and all that shit, so they're like, Well, fuck, it. if we get rid of the plane, we can restart society over here, you know what I mean like yes, uh, and it fe- yes. it feels like the it's not it's a it's a minority amount of people, and it feels like everyone fighting about the dumbest shit all, even if even like right like even republicans and democrats arguing it's like we're just standing it like it's like a 90s movie like the submarine is filling with water and it's like no, my team needs to uh, fix the sub. It's like, no, my team needs to yeah. fix the like, sub. <laughs> it's like, all right, fine, let's, fine. We're going back and forth about, you know, who the fuck should be elected here. We're, you know, they're keeping us busy and broke by making us donate to fucking assorted uh, and and spend our time at rallies for assorted people. Meanwhile, the country, like, we're, the world is just going underwater. Or, yes. The, or the, either going underwater or losing all the water. But it's there like, are,
1: listen, there are also... This is one view, and I think that this is what's important to talk about, is the conspiracy is the attempt by a human mind to make order out of the hopeless and rudderless chaos of intersecting events that have their own selfish designs that don't have any purpose, and that that minority of people you're talking about are not designing they are hurting, they are examining and seeing which crises work together, and they now have a media apparatus to actually do that, to define and, and, and connect crises, and then sell people a package of fear that allows them to consume and stay scared enough to consume, but safe enough to consume. It's like both. And so the, the, the conspiracy is the way... It's the shorthand. It's the it's it's the it's the definition of the undefinable. And right. so, when you look at like what's coming, what's coming is is there a conspiracy? Of course, there's a massive conspiracy out in the open, by right wing media, right wing uh, um, YouTubers, right wing politicians, and I'm talking hard right and the Trumper. And I don't consider Trumpers even right. I considered them outside of that. They are just chaos baiters. Generally, they tend to be right word, but this is how you're getting weird hippies who are joining the anti-vax movement. And this is how you're getting the red-brown alliance that you have with the Jimmy Doors of the world, where you have these performative leftists online who who are really seem to be reinforcing the same. Tired, constructed talking points that are constructed by the right that are made in think tanks that are then influenced by international actors that are then storylines told in the United States that are meant to destabilize us. Right. And to and, 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 and there's a huge difference. And this is the crux of the problem. If I say that, then someone says, well, yeah, but, you know, for instance, institutionalized racism in the United States is a problem. And so if you say well this all this shit talking is so negative and and you know and 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 erases a, a major significant issue such as you know race in america i would go no what it is is that you're putting the wrong spotlight on something we're sensationalizing something or we're or we're reacting to things that are baiting us into get into straw man arguments on twitter or on youtube or whatever and and you have a lot of performative behavior of people, virtue signaling uh, things that they, they say are their values. But when it comes to their interacting with people, maybe of the different ilks or different types online, they have, they exhibit the same behavior as any other pompous, you know, white ass acting without thinking online. So to me, I I just feel like uh, if you have all these extreme People in the country and extremities on both sides that are bending towards each other and feel the system needs to be destroyed and you have the mainstream or what's considered the stabilizing force let's face it are people cheering about Biden they're not do people even give a shit about government or what it does and they're just basically like what did you do was it good or like the environmental thing which is okay it's good for jobs it's not great we didn't solve the environment but then it's acts like we saw, they act like we solved the environment and people could feel good about that. We're living in such an uncertain time of like a performative behavior, uh, shallow politics and a conspiracy by people to destabilize the order because it seems cool. And it seems like something that might be a little crazy. And I don't think that there is some deeper motive. I don't think the Trumpers, the Bannonites, I don't think they have any other strategy
0: other than destroy. Yeah, and I think that you could be right about that and if if that's true, like it's still like Bannon may be a chaos agent, but he's being uncaged by or being yes. brought onto the battlefield by a bad actor. By yes. a, by someone cuz there's an arch there's some architecture on the right that is whether like you know, like whether it's actually like a, a a like Christian uh secret like cabal of uh evangelical Christians, or someone just smart politics activating Christians with uh, abortion and just wielding yes. them to then be like, also you care about CRT. Also, here's the other stuff that uh, stresses yes. you out as a Christian. God should have God should be the one that tells us we can have guns, right? It's like get on the yeah. other call and then is it is what came first you know what i mean like someone's behind the scenes going like "Ooh, we got something here with these tea party freaks let's just we got yes. something here with this trump guy we got something here with this maga crew that like people see All the proud boys. by the yeah. way. the proud boys wandering into fucking and look i know this is like only happened a couple of times or whatever but like the proud boys walking into like libraries to intimidate like drag queens doing story time and shit that feels like a testing of like the fucking limits and a testing of the security system of society yes. of like will we get stopped when we start fucking around because now we can like walk and there's mass mass shooters being sort of you know not brazen. green lit but being like bra- brazen and have more capabilities for damage due to like our uh, gun laws and like that's happening that's making the public places kind of scary now we don't know who to trust amongst our friend. oh is that is your neighbor a democrat is your neighbor a republican they're yes. actively un- trying to undo your life is your neighbor a shooter does your neighbor have a gun don't go into public people get shot at the grocery store order food and yes. stay in don't connect don't meet the fucking uh, Salvadoran neighbor you have, like at the market, yes. because you because you can't because of and like it just feels like there's that's just got we're imprisoning ourselves. It's it's actually really
1: like almost like sad like trope sci-fi trope. Like Bro, it's like if you saw exactly. this, like a it's like a sci, it's like a bad sci-fi trope that you'd be like, okay, I get it. They're so lost in their the computer that they don't see people anymore, and it's like no, that's. That's what's happening to us. And and here's the thing is, I think it is like a dealer and a drug user. I don't necessarily think that the dealer is completely inventing the problem. I think the drug user has a real responsibility. Yeah. And I think that like we it's conspiracies are easy because they take the onus off of you. You don't have anything to do with it. You're a victim of a grand conspiracy outside of you as you check your phone on the toilet at 3.30 in the morning when you woke up to piss, and you are now
0: there for 15 minutes reading a feed in the middle of the night and then going back to
1: (laughs) sleep. And then trying to go back to
0: sleep, trying to get back into rapid REM sleep with fucking images of uh, Patriot Front members hiding in a fucking (laughs) U-Haul 20 deep to do God knows what. Well, this is
1: what you think. I mean, this is what we're talking about, I think, from that conversation on set, too, is that it just seems like, which way do you look, to use your first name, which way do you look, John, in the next year and a half and not see more violence, more um, uh, uh, chaos, at least in the House of Representatives. Right. Probably Oklahoma City-style shit happening in this country. Uh, Ruby Ridge style shit, Ruby Uh, Ridge style shit, Waco level stuff. I think that when you look at this is not to me, I go, this is not a media narrative. This is a thing that's actually happening is that people are because of the media narrative and people's desire. Strangely, I think every person is learning that. There are all these states of being that we actually don't really and haven't really been in as Americans in particular at a peacetime America. In by peacetime, I say we don't have a draft. People going to fight wars are going there because they signed up for the army. I'm not saying they're an extenuating cir- circumstance. Yeah, I mean, the circumstances
0: that. are set but, up by the people who would want a draft. Yes. To kind of force a, a people into a situation, whether it's to avoid. Yes. and now we roll in the carceral system yeah low-income people uh people who like whose other option is the carceral system which is designed to also like either way we're all fucking grist for the fucking wheel the gears of fucking capitalism it's like are you gonna go to like fuck dude and all this shit like Finding these wedge issues, just being like LGBTQ shit is is they're groomers. They're trying, and it's like banning books, like all these things that are that seem minor and are happening in like you know pockets and anecdotal. That like all that shit is happening, and that's gearing up a world where it's just like where well, liberals like- are
1: pedophiles. And they are coming uh, to get uh, your guns and, and, and they're and, coming to get your guns and they are molesters and they are uh, sick weirdos, and, and groomers uh, yeah, and, and, and 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 like, th- listen, this
0: that is authorizes what they, killing. That's what the yes, thing that drives they me crazy. They dehumanize it, people. Right. It's it's like it's. Pedophiles are literally one of like the worst, thing. the lowest form right. you could be right. as a human so, being. So they, so to call Biden a pedophile, to call so and so a pedophile, it's like, yes, it's like pedophile. The liberals are all pedophiles. It's like go to comet pizza with your gun. Not you don't yeah. even have to say that, but if you convince someone that enough people around them are pedophiles, what? Well, the there's fuck, all the dog man? whistling, but that dog whistling uh, has been going on forever you know like but they just and, have better communication methods now and people have yes. less me and people the masses us myself included have less media literacy uh, or media is outpacing any way that we can possibly understand it and well, because pe- we have no emotional intelligence in this country
1: we don't even educate with emotional intelligence we don't make th- talk therapy or at least some sort of assessment just part of our existence as citizens what's our mental well-being <laughs> are we okay and then think about the, particularly the groomer stuff and all that yes there's the part of it that's like just dog whistle homophobia the same way that now the right uses the term woke which is just really racist, using that they uh, it's racist dog-west. because yeah. it's a co-opting of a term that was a black term that had nothing to it was a term for people the people of color used with each with, with each other that had to actually uh, uh refer to being aware you know of what's going on yeah with it was with, like for what, protection what people, white people are doing right <laughs> yeah, yeah. and so the whole t- co-opting of those words and and then using them back as dog whistles for hatred but also i like to think of all the q and honors you talk about this grooming that grooming and think of all the people who have been victims of sexual abuse in this country generally tend to be lower income, generally tend to be under the poverty line. That tends to be where you have the most instances of sexual or physical abuse. And where are a lot of those rally attendees coming from? Where are a lot of those honors coming from? And you are looking at one of the great wounds in this country, which is the completely unexamined plague of child abuse in this country that goes completely unspoken because of the shame around it. Right. And that is being reflected in a toxic way that actually undermines examining it by people who are probably a lot of them subconsciously are, know their victims themselves. And that's the way they're processing it. And this is where I try to find empathy for the most fucking cuckoo koo of people, because you go, I can't, just believe that this many people are
0: just evil.
1: I've right. got to believe it's got, they've got to be that they've been they indoctrinated, duped,
0: or confused, or indoctrinated. Yeah. and they're
1: seeking it. It's not that they're not. Like I said before, you are responsible for coming to the party, right? But the person who threw it also has a large amount of culpability. And so again, the, the conspiracy is out in the open. It is an open roadmap to lying. Cold face lying with the language underpinning it is code for violence and it's code for retribution. I watched Tucker Carlson last night for 10 minutes and that man gave a hate screed. Why do people or should people be concerned about Tucker Carlson? It's not that he's saying technically what he's saying is just terrible shit. It's unverifiable and anyone with half a brain would know that. But the problem is, is that even in the pattern and pattern of his language, the way he chooses his words and the way he chooses to thread those words is designed to get people to activate violently. That is yeah. it is by design. And that is what's so dark about it. And, and here's the thing. We know that
0: violence on the right will empower them as well, like like will benefit them. In a, you know what i mean so like there's no need for them to go like guys don't start killing on behalf of like uh, right wing politics cuz it be- it helps them if it happens like and that's what's crazy is that like if evil bad shit happens it aids people uh, certain people's agenda so they will just allow it to happen or like help instigate it to happen uh no worries um also <laughs> can't respond to that. i'm too high to respond to I your chat. To, i have to get off in 20 minutes yeah no worries. I ordered korean food for nope. my wife no worries of course we'll get off in 20 minutes you know
1: you know well i love we can i just want to break just into this of like we have very i think
0: parallel relationships in ways yeah and i think, I think we're i think we have very similar sort of like we're, Dyna- o- we're old people and young people At the same yes. time We're like a 22 yes. year old couple And a 60 year old couple At the exact same time yes. of like-, like we Flossie well, I go for walks every day You know Yeah and Tiff and I go out Are we going for a family walk? And we take the <laughs> yes. dog out And we like stroll yeah. And smoke a joint <laughs> yeah. uh, And chat yeah. 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 yeah yeah We're old fucking Like we're old funny duddies But then also we're like Let's order fucking two pizzas tonight And watch eight <laughs> yes. episodes Of yes. this fool Like you know We have like We're fucking all over the map The floor or Lava. <laughs>
1: we are watching Junior Bake Show right now. And if you haven't watched Junior Bake Show, that is a in it, it is accidentally a terrifyingly sad show. It is it's compelling, but it's also like weird and cruel. And I find it on the border of abusive almost to these kids. It's like so crazy. And it's so out. worth the watch. But I was gonna say is like. In those those parallels, I think that, you know, I also will go on these Jags. I mean, I'm talking about how I'm all Zen about it. And, like, I go on fucking 20 Jags a day. So, you know, I'm a huge hypocrite. I'm yeah. like on the podcast going, I'm totally, I've totally exited that. And then, like, two days later, you see me write some insane tweet where I'm like, suck your own fucking cock, you hey, piece it's of shit. We're you all know, works in progress. Yeah. We we're all, know all works it. in progress. Well, because I also will do the thing where I will find something that I've have a pa a, a passionate thought about and i'll be like i'm gonna i want to write something that i know will get like will get a little traction then i'll plug the podcast you know underneath <laughs> in, the, in, in the in the thing and i'll write something really like righteous about something and then you know six thousand people will like it and i'll be like you should listen to the <laughs> Thony Show. No, I, this is all <laughs> naked
0: capitalism marketing here motherfucker.
1: <laughs> the best too is anyone who would agree with that like anyone who would agree with my like you know nuanced political statement then goes and listens to a podcast and they're like they're just talking about like shitting in
0: like on cocks in like the woods (laughs) yeah the (laughs) fuck (laughs) are they doing what is this you get the whole k hive to show up on your behalf (laughs) and they're like (laughs) oh they're just doing star trek shit (laughs) okay (laughs) they're doing trek prob uh wait just to jump back a couple of things to what we're that we were saying earlier uh yes the screenification the the cable newsification the phonification of society also builds in a barrier to prevent empathy yes it, like it did it like spiritually di- now i'm so high but spiritually distances you from one another like we are not yes we are friends talking on zoom uh but it's not the same as sitting in person together talking you no know? Uh, no and no no so, So we lose this level of empathy. And then also we believe half the country, both sides believe half the country is out to actively ruin their lives. Yes. So by that means half the people in society are out to ruin your lives. You don't have empathy for people because you're not engaging with them. We've been inside for a couple of years. Everything is automated. A lot of people just go to work and come home. They're only seen in in their comfort of their home or the comfort of their office all that like eliminates our interaction with each other, eliminates one layer of empathy and then like allows weird shit to happen where you go like, well, it's not my problem. Like it's, you know, yeah. and like, and it, and that benefits all the bad actors in the background who are like, fuck, let's move this uh, policy along. Let's move this shit along. Yep. Let's move this idea along because people are like, huh? Huh? It does yeah. it's not going to touch me here. It's not going to touch me here, but it's, it's, Anything that's happening to your fellow person is n- no bueno. Anything negative that's happening to our fellow people should just be bad. We yes. should, you know, <laughs> like yes. It <laughs> but it's but no. But we but
1: we. And it, what's weird is I had the opposite effect for me. I feel like being shut inside, and 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 strangely disconnecting from everything, because I think I'm such a performative personality in the sense that I my ang- my social anxiety manifests itself by feeling the need to sort of like host a person. Like, I feel the need to make them comfortable and tell them a story. Make them laugh and make make them them like me
0: in that moment. Yeah. Relatable as fuck, my friend.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And it's not that it's not me. I'm giving me, but I'm not giving me. I'm, like, giving this, you know, very,
0: very... Curated version of me, yeah, good. A, res- a good recipe. A recipe, a good of-
1: recipe, yeah. exactly. Hopefully, and by the way, th- I'm sure there's plenty of times where I think I'm ge- I'm serving them up filet mignon, and they're like, "This there's is fucking, a fucking worms in this dog. <laughs> there's a- this is worm filled <laughs> shit." Um, but uh, but like, but I do feel like having weirdly a break from that. And only facing like the truth of my wife, (laughs) you know, or like, yeah, my wife
0: is just being like, this is who you are. And I'm like, no, (laughs) no, that's not the image I've projected uh, carefully. Well, she's like, yeah, but I'm here the rest of the time. But I'm here and love you
1: and know you. And in a weird way, I actually feel like my empathy meter went through the roof. And like now I have the uh, opposite experience. I actually feel more able to go, wow, there's so many other people who have so many much deeper issues going on, but also it's not even about what's bad or worse. But just there are a lot of people with a lot of issues that are going on, and I've got to try to figure out and navigate how to process the world the way I do as an artist, but also like understand that um, that that's real for people the way shit's real for me. Yeah, and, and you'd think that that's like, oh, well, of course. And listening to someone say that, you know, obviously, but usually. That's actually really hard. So it's <laughs> actually really considerate. So, in a weird way, it had the opposite effect on me in some ways. I think you and I think John, I think of a lot of people we see because seeing each other, here's the other thing seeing each other, it doesn't, there's almost a weird thing where you're like, oh, if I see someone, I wonder if they've, what happens if they've changed, you know? Right, right. And right. like, it's like each person you see again after a few years. Or a year, you're like, okay, good. I can. They're like, they're on they're the, who I they're, think they they're are. Who I think they are. Not yeah. they're the same. They're just who they 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 register as the same signature. And then the frightening thing is people who you're like, you know, you're like,
0: oh, okay. Like <laughs> yeah, let's slowly yeah. distance ourselves from one another. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I think I didn't do that too subtly. Uh, the I think the screen, Emma, make sure that that goes
1: away. <laughs> <Okay>. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Emma. Just the mouthing part (laughs) Take out the mouthing (laughs) You can hear the mouthing
0: Uh, Like The All that like internet shit, the Twitter shit, the Instagram, the shit that's bad has opened my eyes to a lot of other like people, like you know my myopic worldview, uh, which which I think has opened up my circle of empathy to like understanding way more people's plights and way more people's like, oh fuck man, I if I think this is bad, like I'm not even like the you know this affects these people even more, this affects this person even more, or even just like. Fuck, I never even thought of that. Like, yeah. I never even considered that. Holy shit. Thank you for helping me consider that. I will yeah. never not consider that again. So Just you something. could look at it at like this. It's a competition
1: right now. We're, we're in a, a sphere where there's sort of two psych, psyches, two collective psyches. Reality split. And there's these two psyches that are vying for control of the sort of natural order. And One, I think, is the one we're talking about, which is like people going, "Whoa, wait a minute. I need to like open my heart up a whole hell of a lot more. It's actually pretty amazing that it's happening in this in our time. This idea yeah. of people actually really going, what if i I got to see people as people, but also see the particular things that uh, ways that they are and things that they struggle with that both can be true. It isn't. A binary choice of going, I just see everyone and I don't see color or I don't see like that kind of bullshit, right? And it also doesn't need to be the really sardonic take of, or you know, nasty take of like, well, there's so many, you know, now this person's this and this person's that. And it's like, how about you just take in that people are all these ways and also that people are universally people? Both can exist. Yes. They can coexist. That's an amazing thing. And people are working that out. So, how great's that?
0: that's awesome to like see someone who doesn't look like you and register it as we are both people. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like when I, when we talk about people,
1: I'm including both of us and that, Uh, and not erasing them in that. Right. right? And not erasing them. And, 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 and the, and I think the belief weirdly people have that they have to erase themselves, which I think is a fiction that's told by this other psyche. This other psyche is chaotic. It is about fun. It's about, it's like, it has the energy of like a cousin's barbecue at a beach. It has like the, that's right. what I say. The, the other psyche is it's beer soaked. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. There's cousins touching you too closely. So there's that energy, the party, throw it away. Dirty Margaritaville energy, like dirty water party. <laughs> but then it's also hate filled but with a big smile and with and 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 with their eyes and their body telling you that they are just accessing their hate and they're fine with it. They're accessing their hate and they're fine with channeling their hate. They're proud of their hate. They're proud of their contempt and yet also just gaslighting that they are in any way doing it because of how you look or how you are or behave or you're. Uh, political status or your whatever, right? So it's gleeful hate in a beer-soaked Margaritaville party <laughs> in dirty water that is about repression and 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 anger um, and fear, and it's also about saying, hey, it's a credit, it's a Diners Club card, it's a it's the golf club that you join. That are saying, basically, this psyche says we want to have very few people. Who we've said are fine, and by the way, you can sign up. I don't care if you're black, white, you know. Well, you could be gay, but you're going to have to go to a camp. But if you say and ascribe to QAnon and you you uh uh and say the red you're a hat. you say you Christian and yeah, you wear the yeah. red hat, you're welcome to the club. So it's weirdly both completely racist and homophobic and sexist and all these and ableist and all these things. It's also weirdly decoupling superiority from. Identity also it also is a superiority that sits above even judging based on the let's say uh, um, uh, what do you call it Uh, uh, a 20th century versions of, of sort of prejudice and distinction so there is like a way to go into the club too right. Uh, maybe not fully. By the way, who knows? I don't. Right? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going there. on
0: because that's the thing. Is like, because winning matters the most to them. I guess yeah, so for even, now. And for when now, do they turn on the, yeah, the, the very like, people or how are they like how like I don't like it stresses me out and and we all everyone has their their shit that we're everyone's a work in progress like we understand yes. that so these people may come to there's it's just. But, but overall, I'm saying what, that that psyche is battling. I just want to say yeah. that
1: that psyche is battling the other one, and we are in the midst of watching which one will succeed. And there's a bunch of layers from entertainment infrastructure all the way down to bot farms and trolls, and there's a lot of it that's orchestrated. Just to end on a conspiracy concept, I do believe this is these are two orchestrated events that are occurring. Yes, they're
0: just they're just decentralized. They're cellular. Right. And yeah. and that's more modern. That's how yes. the better hard drives work. That's how the better terrorism works. Is like uh, that's yeah. how the, yeah. like yeah. that shit. It's like it's proven that that's a good tactic, which is makes what we're talking about extra scary. Now we we mentioned it briefly, but I know you gotta get out of here soon. Let's talk a little bit about yes. positivity, as we usually do. We got to end on some yes. positive yes. notes. And yes. you said something earlier. It's like how nice is that? I feel like at least in my. Small prism, my small uh, POV, and my a- anecdotal, uh, th- my wide social circle feels like a lot more people are into like this mutual aid and like, like actually helping on the ground in a way that's like kind of uh, secular. It's separate of politics. Like uh, obviously there are always political organizations. Like a group that works with the homeless is not usually a right wing organization. But (laughs) but like, I'm seeing more and more of my peers, people who have busy schedules, who have money doing things that are like on the ground helpful. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I'm like that myself included to a small degree, but I want to I want to be better about it. But I am lazy and busy. But other people are both. Those things can be true. And but other people are really and it's like really promising to see like people giving that much of shit. You know what I mean? There's also, you
1: know, I, I am on the ground in my house, but. I always go uh, vote and do all that stuff, but I also, uh, there's a lot of scholarships. You can go, I have to find it. <sighs> there's a scholarship site. I'll, I'll send it to you. I'll text it to you, but that you can go and you can actually contribute to individual kids scholarships. You can like uh, help uh, uh, move people along in higher education who, who are uh, maybe unable to afford it. And I like that type of, uh, donation because I like to target the community I'm trying to
0: help very specifically. Yeah, I try um, to do a lot of Long Island GoFundMes for people <laughs> like shit like that. Yeah. It's like let's keep yeah. the island moving. Yeah, <laughs> towards I try to keep the it in New York. <laughs> yeah. I do yeah. try
1: to keep it in New York. Um and I guess I said my positive thing. I this is a strange thing. I had a dream that you I had a very vivid dream. It must have been like an alternate universe where you and I were sitting in this like apartment and it was like a set. There were lights and cameras and we're like sitting there and we're like in wardrobe and we're like talking to each other and people are walking on and off. And then like Steve Martin walks on and I'm like, I'm like, Oh shit, there he is. (laughs) And then Tina walks on and I realized that we are in only murders in the building, but we're still (laughs) X. And like, and you're like, and the thing is, is like, you're, I'm glad to be along From one of
0: your anxiety (laughs) nightmares I'm glad to be there
1: It was so terrifying Because like I say something wrong And like Steve Martin gets really mad at me (laughs) And you're like all like sucked up on the sofa Quiet and like we're our ages now And you can feel the sadness Of like somehow we just stayed in New York And just continued to do extra work
0: And Tina just hired us And we we still need her desperately Just to like (laughs) get $300 a week Yeah (laughs) Oh man, that's heavy. That's awesome.
1: <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate it because it was you and me. It was so funny, and you at one point I, we go like in the dressing room, and you're like, "I can't believe you said that, man. I can't believe you said that," I mean, and I,
0: I don't even know what I said. Right, in the and dream, if you're getting but... it from me, God knows how bad it was. If I'm actually <laughs> stepping in, ah, uh, this is so great. Unions—that's another promising thing. The unionization, yes. like the unionization's know. happening. Yeah, that is thrilling. Like, yeah, if Starbucks, if I could go to Starbucks and it's not just supporting Howard Schultz, but also like the room full of people working there, that yes. feels fucking good.
1: <laughs> yes, it does. I mean, I would like to see more companies unionize and you're seeing that, you know, Schultz is also closing Starbucks, right. Amazon, Apple. A lot of them are trying to do that. But then you have companies that are so dumb that they are making a weirdly smart move by going, well, we won't unionize, but we'll profit share. We'll make our, we'll make our, our employees part owners in the company, which is what you want anyway. Right. Uh, it's yeah, so it's equally it's cool. Yeah. That, it's weird that the right, the capitalist response is then being like, here's something that's actually almost communistic, which is that the right. workers. Yeah. <laughs> so seize the means. So you hope that continues. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, the, the, the hope is that I, I hope people get that the other side is not only organized, it's their time. It's their 1960s. And the positive thing I want to say, though, is that, you know, even though the 60s had yielded a lot of wonderful things that informed the 70s, really, in a way, the peace and love movement did kind of fail. We've got to do that again with the hate and grudge movement. We've got to make it fail, you know, it's a shame peace and love movement didn't succeed, but it, didn't. it might be I mean, time it for another out.
0: peace and love adjacent movement. Something. Yeah, might, so maybe we have. They and keep love recycling movement. the same fucking yeah. imagery, the, the, the yeah. same fucking ideas of like replacement and uh, you know losing <laughs> yeah. their voters. That like, like they keep repackaging that shit every twenty years. So let's so bring we back peace do and love. Let's bring let's back bring peace back, and back peace and love to
1: destroy hate and grudge. Yeah, and it will do it on its own and. I believe, and I'm. Oh, I'm so happy! This is my fiftieth time on the podcast. <laughs> Me
0: too, man. And y- you have a very funny fucking podcast that I love. <laughs> so tell tell <laughs> these fucking shitheads and mouth breathers where they can get your pod or what? What it, listen the phony and collie show. The phony
1: and collie show, and I'm telling you, if you like, if you love. This poc- Gabrus has been on a couple of times He's due to come back it. again He's Let's done go. a Christmas special But we, I think the podcast is fun Because it's sort of like a window Into hanging with John and I As friends, and like hanging in like a green room Environment We don't get Two, we get heavy sometimes, but like we always keep it fun, but also introspective. We do these improv scenes with really layered sound effects. I was not just going to say, put in serious not effort. Cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Really serious cool. effort. I spend days on them. And then Johnny's Game, of course. So it's wherever, Apple, Spotify. Just, I guarantee you, take a listen, and you can actually retro-listen to these. I feel like you could go through all of them, the Christmas right, special, they're, and they're, they're-
0: they're evergreen, in a way. They're evergreen, it's just so- like Improv. There you at, go. Follow at
1: that. phony collie show on Twitter.
0: I'll put all that shit in the show notes, so click on it and just uh, subscribe right now. This is perfect. My Korean food's just about to arrive. Hell yeah, dog. Well, enjoy. I'm jealous. It's only 5.30 here, so I'm not ready to eat yet. One more podcast, but I am super blasted, so I'm not looking. (laughs) List eagle-eyed, list eagle-eared listeners figure out which podcast I recorded after the uh, Anthony Atamanik episode (laughs) by how fucking sluggish and the... Uh Uh-huh. Oh, cool and I don't even want to say I almost just said what I never I almost like don't the beat. do it now now uh, check out my other podcast action boys I'm at Gabrus on all social media guys help Keep, help your little neighborhood, help your neighborhood in a small way. And not your yes. fucking gated community neighborhood. Help your fucking, the city, the town you live in, yeah. in a small way that doesn't involve any politics. You know, fucking put wildflower seeds down on dry, you know, dirt patches. Like, yeah, let's Introduce go. a pathogen into the public grasslands. <laughs> yeah. Bring a koala into an elementary school and <laughs> unleash it. Okay, these are the kind of positive things yeah. we need. Yeah. The left needs to release more koalas.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Construction workers, sexualize really elderly women.
0: <laughs> yeah, for once. Like, we started, all the pitches we have are like, these guys are fucking toast. Uh,
1: Anthony, right. thank
0: you so much, bud. It's always a pleasure. Enjoy your fucking Korean food. I'm so jealous. I'm starving now. Bye, shitheads. That was a hitdown podcast.
1: In a part of the world where there are.
0: Shit. Holy shit, guys, Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92.
1: Strangers united by the threat of death.
0: We got all the fucking major players, Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold, you calm.
1: Come. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. i love in this movie. <laughs> it's actually, it's got a lot of heart. you mentally irregular. <laughs> now...
0: A new game in town You wake up after a few years And then you don't even know who you are anymore We're gonna be making Terminators <laughs> We're gonna thinking... make a really great deal with the xenomorphs. What? <laughs> I don't hate them, but I've been in a room. <laughs> yes, I understand This is now the 20th ending of the movie <laughs> I am Dark. I'm your dad <laughs> Action boys Boys will be boys
1: Subscribe here for bonus content And more free stuff from behind the paywall